Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to an amazing episode. Today's episode is being recorded on Chiropractic's 124th birthday. Oh, yeah, <laughs> super exciting. But I want to share how I currently use chiropractic because I imagine it'll surprise you. And it's currently the way that not very many people utilize chiropractic care. And I wanted to talk about different ways that you can start to implement forms of increasing levels of presence throughout your day and how important increasing levels of presence can really affect your life. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you enjoy this one. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. I am so excited. I just got a notification in my email that the very first sale has been made for my brand new neck pain relief program called the Release and Relief Neck Pain Program. It is an online program I created for helping people get out of neck pain. What do you know? But I'm not really just excited because of the sale because it doesn't really cost that much. I'm mostly excited because the whole reason why I created this program is to help people use strategies and tools on their own at home to get out of neck pain so that they can start to go back on the path of being more present in their life. You can check out the program. That's not the whole purpose of today's podcast, uh, but you can check it out at neckpainprogram.com. Super easy. Check it out there. This sale also happened to be on chiropractic's birthday. September 18th, chiropractic's birthday. Chiropractic as a profession is 124 years old today. And so I'm having a celebrated celebration party here by myself in my house. And I'm recording a podcast. Today's episode is the surprising way I currently use chiropractic in my life and ultimately how you can use different strategies in your life to become more present. So, chiropractic's birthday, 124 years old. If you're anything like me, before I even got into chiropractic, I thought chiropractic was something that was created, I don't know, thousands of years ago, and it was some form of ancient, ancient like Chinese medicine or something. That's not the case. <laughs> Chiropractic was made in a little tiny town called Davenport, Iowa in 1895 by a man named D.D. Palmer. D.D. Palmer's son, B.J. Palmer, ended up really, really developing chiropractic as a profession that we know of it now. He had, at the time, the world's largest collection of ver vertebra segments, world's largest largest collection of spines. They were the first people to pioneer the use of x-rays in the world. Um, they really were the first people to map out the nervous system and how it relates to the spine. Um, but 124 years and it's to the profession that it is now. And most people see a chiropractor when they're in pain. 
I'm going to tell you how I use chiropractic. So there are times in my life, and if you've heard some of the other stories from the other podcasts, where I very first started seeing a chiropractor because I pulled my hamstring in the national championship race in the NCAA championships and track, but it was because I had sciatica going all the way down the back of my leg and I couldn't even pick my leg up. So I eventually went to a chiropractor and the chiropractor showed me how I had all this compression around the nerve root in my lower back. And every time I picked my leg up, it would cause more compression of that nerve root. And after the second visit, all of my leg pain completely went away. For a while, I was only using chiropractic just to help myself get out of pain. So as an athlete, I was like, okay, I'm in pain again. That chiropractor helped me before. I'll go back, get adjusted, get out of pain, start pounding the pavement, treating my body terribly, eventually to the point where I would be in pain again. You've all heard the story of how I drove off a 60-foot cliff and how that changed the trajectory of my life and how on a really deep level, the chiropractor actually sat down and saw the underlying effect and the emotional turmoil that driving off a cliff and injuring my body had in my body. But really in chiropractic schools where I started to look at chiropractic as a different form of healthcare. And people would always ask the question, how would you define health? And so a lot of people think of health as being the the absence of sickness. So if I feel sick, not healthy. Don't feel sick, I must be healthy which is not a very good paradigm because we all know that pain and symptoms and sickness is really just a symptom that is the last thing to come about and it's the first thing to go away. But what was the actual underlying cause of that pain or of that symptom or of that sickness? So I want to talk about the five phases of chiropractic care that we see in the office and how I most utilize chiropractic now, which will probably be pretty surprising for all of you. So we talked about pain symptoms. This is usually the starting point where people would come into the office and because they're wanting to get out of pain. So say I have neck pain. I've tried a whole bunch of other things. Nobody can help me with neck pain. I've heard the chiropractor can help. They're going to go do an assessment on your neck. They're going to do assessment on the muscles. They're going to see your range of motion, their strength, neurological testing. They're going to check how, how that is affected by the, your whole body. And then they're probably going to try and help you get out of neck pain. But we have to ask ourselves: did this neck pain just result out of nowhere? Or was there some type of underlying dysfunction in the body that eventually led over time to this pain or sickness or symptom? I think that's a pretty easy concept to grasp. And this is usually where we start at within the initial exam process and also our doctor's report of findings process. And it's usually like the first phase of chiropractic care. People understand that if I improve my function that led me to this pain or symptom in the first place, that eventually I'll get out of this pain or symptom. So we look at the understanding from pain and symptom to function dysfunction being the second phase. The third phase, which a lot of our chiropractic patients get into when they're looking at more of the evolutional phase of care or their their phases of care after their initial care plan. So after they're out of the initial pain and symptoms, we get into the third phase, which is the adaptation component. So we're understanding that our body's ability or inability to adapt to different levels of stressors, those stressors being the way we think, the way we move about this world, any past traumas or injuries or accidents or repetitive motions that we're doing, the stuff that we're eating, 
the chemicals that are in the stuff that we are eating. <laughs> These are all stressors that eventually get to our body. And our body, when it's primed, has the ability to adapt to those levels of stress. When the levels of stress overcome our body's ability to adapt to the stress, then it leads to some sort of dysfunction in our body. That dysfunction over time leads to pain and symptoms. So we go pain symptoms, function, dysfunction, then adaptation. So we can do tons of different things, different strategies to improve our body's ability to adapt. And so this is what pretty much everybody around the world, any type of health guru, people who have the secrets on health, they'll all talk about these same four things. They just give them different names, but we call them our four pillars of health. So how are you recuperating? What kind of strategies are you doing on a daily basis to allow your body to relax? Are you foam rolling? Are you stretching? Do you doing yoga? Do you get massage? Do you get chiropractic? Do you take time out of your day to just chill? Do you do flotation tanks? Are you doing cryotherapy? All these different things to help our body recuperate from the traumas of our daily lifestyle. So the first one being recuperation. The next one being nourishment or what are we putting into our body? Am I eating Twinkies and Ho-Hos and Diet Coke every day? Or am I eating deep or <laughs> deep, dark leafy greens, organic vegetables? Am I choosing healthy waters that are not fluorinated and contaminated with a bunch of other minerals and a bunch of other chemicals and a bunch of other crap that people put in our water systems like plastics and hormones? <laughs> what are you choosing to put in your body? Obviously, the better you put in your body, the better stuff you put in your body, the healthier you're probably going to be. The next one, which a lot of us don't think about, is what is our daily communication with ourself on a daily basis? So how are you thinking? Are you thinking positive thoughts? Are you constantly stuck in a cycle of thinking negative thoughts? Are you stuck in a victim mentality? Are you stuck in an empowerment mentality? Are you learning how to speak nonviolently? Are you learning how to speak and express your needs openly and in more of a needs-based type of communication? These are all strategies for improving your ability to think healthy. And then the next piece is movement strategies. Are you doing things on a daily, daily basis that is uh, beneficial for your body? Are you using gravity as a way to get stronger throughout your day? Or are you allowing gravity to take its toll on you slowly, eventually to the point where you look like a 90-year-old man who looks like the hunchback in Notre Dame? How are you choosing to move about this world? Are you on your phone all day looking at your phone with your head down? Are you stuck in a car with your shoulders rolled forward, head away from the headrest, and then shortening your hip flexors and never getting out of the car and then stretching your hip flexors, going home and then sitting on the couch, watching TV, getting in bed, waking up, doing the whole thing over again? <laughs> How are you moving on a daily basis? So these four pillars of health when done really well and are beneficial to your body, improve your body's ability to adapt to different levels of stress over time. The fourth phase of chiropractic is improving your body's perception. Do I know, am I aware of how I am thinking in this current moment? 
Do I know? Do I have a conscious choice? Can I use foresight to think about how different nourishments or things that I'm putting in my body will affect my body? Am I able to perceive when I have spicy food, how that affects my stomach? When I have sugar in my body that I can't sleep at night and the next day I wake up groggy, feeling terrible. What is your level of perception on a daily basis? What we know is the fourth phase of chiropractic care, when people are out of pain, they're out of that symptom, they've improved their function, they have a better quality of life, they're moving well around this world, they're adapting to different levels of stress, people are also very attuned to how their environment is affecting them on an internal level. We talk about your body's ability to perceive its environment will allow moments of clarity where you can consciously choose how you want to interact with the world. If I don't even know how ice cream is going to affect my night and affect my next day, I might just continue to do that cycle over and over and over again and just continue to live a shitty cycle over and over and over again. But if I consciously know how that's going to happen and I choose moments where I would really like to enjoy some ice cream today, I at least can make a conscious decision knowing that I can also put in together other adaptive strategies along those four pillars of health to allow my body to adapt to that level of stress. The fifth phase of chiropractic, which I like to think that I am in right now, is ultimately higher levels of consciousness and presence. So when I go to the chiropractor, I don't go to the chiropractor because I'm in some type of pain. I may go at times when I feel like a hip is stuck and I can't do other strategies to improve the motion of that hip. I'm already super aware of all the ways I'm thinking and eating and recuperating and what I'm putting in my body where I'm able to adapt to levels of stress. I'm already very attuned to my nervous system and how different things, my external internal environment affects my body as a whole. So with this added level of perception, excuse me, with that added level of, yeah, perception, I know times in my life where I'm in need of a higher level of presence. And so I want you for a moment to think about all the things you do on a daily basis when you're running around town, you're working, you're bringing your kids to and from work, you're trying to prep meals, you're trying to go work out, you're trying to get all this stuff done for your business and at home and get the kids to bed before you go to sleep and doing all that stuff over again. How much of that time is thinking about the future? How much of that time is not thinking about how you're actually feeling in this current moment? It's probably a lot of fucking time. When you lay on the chiropractic table, it is a moment for you to chill. It is a moment for you to be open. Is it a moment of presence and allowing you to accept input into your body? Rather than just having input happen to you, you get to all of a sudden be in tune with different parts of your body. So the second you lay on the table, you allow yourself to be at ease. You take a moment of clarity. You probably breathe in a couple of times really big for the first time in your entire day. And you know that the chiropractor is about to adjust you. You have that moment of internal body awareness. The second then the chiropractor lays their hands on you and starts to find different areas of dysfunction they bring an added level of awareness through touch to increase your presence to that specific area. 
And so currently in the moment, I use chiropractic to increase my body's ability to be more present. What I know is when I'm more present with myself, I can be more present with my thoughts and my feelings and my needs and what I want to get out of my day. I'm more present with my friends and family members. I'm more present with my business partners. I'm more present with the people that I get to serve in my chiropractic practice as patients. So I don't know if you thought I was going to go there, but that is how I currently use chiropractic. And so on chiropractic's birthday, I wanted to provide for you those five phases of care. Know that you don't have to be in pain to seek help. Pain is usually the last thing comes about and the first thing to go away. We ultimately are trying to improve your function over time and increase your body's ability to adapt to stress so you can then be more perceptible of how you're interacting with the world to ultimately give you greater levels of presence. Now, in my opinion, chiropractic is not the only way to increase your level of presence. I think breath work, I think journaling, I think any high emotional states of fear or anxiety or joy or sadness or depression bring you very, very present. And in my opinion, I think chiropractic, because you're noticing an immediate state and then all of a sudden noticing an immediate different state through that increased level of function, chiropractic is one of the best strategies to really start to hone in on how are you feeling in this present moment and also start to create a change in that present moment. A lot of those other strategies, you might be really present, but it's not something you can actually change in that moment. And so when we're really present on the table, when we're open to accepting things into our life, and then they put in a clear and precise input into our nervous system, we're ultimately more present. So I want you to ask yourself currently, am I creating moments in my day for more presence? If we know that the more present we can be on a daily basis, the greater it's going to serve us and our needs as well as the needs and the people we surround ourselves with, why would you not create more presence on a daily basis? If you have any other strategies for how you create more moments of presence in your life, I would love to hear them. I laid out the top ones that I believe are true for me, and I'm always open to exploring more. With that neck pain program, my intention is to allow people to get out of that first phase of pain and symptoms, to increase their body's ability to function so that ultimately they can then become more present with their daily life. If you want to check that out, you can check it out at neckpainprogram.com. But again, the purpose of this is look at the times in your day right now. And if you're not already adding more areas of presence, where can you fit those in? And what are you comfortable adding to that time in order to become more present? Hope you got a lot out of this and happy birthday to chiropractic. <laughs> Love and appreciate y'all. I hope you have a great day.